The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, and we are here today to talk about NPTE study tips because right now, for all of you listening, whether you are in your third year, first year, second year, you all will have to take the NPTE, including ourselves, and right now, as of today, that is eight weeks and four days from now. That's insane (laughs) for those of you who are like, wait, so this is, if you're taking the boards, April 28th, 2021, because it is 2021 as we're recording this, it's February 20th, as we're recording this, this episode 222, and it's crazy to think about. And so before we get into the episode today, we're going to start with weekly updates. Gabby, how was your week? Oh, so this week it was midterm week, which is halfway the halfway point of my clinical rotation. So we had to do my CI and I did the CPI and I have really five more weeks of clinical rotation ever. And then I'm done. So, uh, that was this week and also actually took a little, um, weekend trip with my friend Monifa and we are in Sedona right now, Sedona, Arizona. If you haven't been, you have to go. It's amazing. Um, it's just, this is my second time here. And I figured, you know what, I'm just going to go. This is my last hurrah, as I say before the boards and, um, not, not stressing, not having any regrets. So that's where, that's where I am right now. What about you, Sarah? I am not in Sedona. (laughs) I am down, uh, still at my apartment. As you guys can see, if you're like live or on team replay in the Facebook group. If you're not, and you're listening on the podcast, come on in student physical therapist network, Facebook group. We go live every week. You guys can come check us out. Um, and we'd love to connect with you as well, because like, that's what makes PT school fun, right? Is being able to connect to other PT students, not just your cohort. Um, and so, yeah, this week I'm still in St. Pete. I'm in Florida and I feel so very spoiled being down here because all of you up north right now dealing with that polar vortex like all the snow my parents keep texting me pictures of the snow like in their backyard and texting me updates of the weather (laughs) and all I can do is giggle a little bit but I will say and some of you will laugh it was chilly this morning it was 49 degrees when I woke up I went for a ride this morning for the first time in a while um 
which was weird. This is actually the first time I've ever rode my bike in February. Like I was riding outside in February and it felt really unusual. I was like, this is so weird, but it was really cool. So, uh, that was nice. And I'm clean and ready to go and tell you guys all the NPTE study tips. So let's get into it. First of all, Gabby, you had a slightly different journey to studying. So let's start with that. Okay. So with my study journey, I have been quote unquote studying since, um, August. Well, even before then, but my program, they have us test and it's like our exit exams, but what my program does, um, we have two or three in my case, score builders exams that the school provides. And with, um, with the testing, you know, in August, we got together over, it was over zoom. Um, and we had to take this exam, 200 questions and pass by a score of a 65. If you got a 65, you're good. You don't have to do any more. If you did not meet that, you had to do a, um, a study plan, how you were going to prepare for the following one in December. And also just write about exam. like, sorry, yes, just to clarify the following practice exam. And it's like a 65%, not like a, for those of you who don't know the boards is 600. It's, yeah. It's out of 800 and you want to get a 600, but you mean 65% on your practice exam. Okay. Correct. Yes. So 65% on the practice score built on the practice exam, which is, um, which was score builders in my case. And I took it in August to not make the score. I took it in December. I was 1% away from missing the cutoff. However, I did see a big score improve or score increase from August to December. So that was good. And, and then with that being said, since I was, I barely missed the cutoff, which can happen on the NPTE, you can be a few questions away and, um, it is a real thing. So I will actually be taking the another exam, uh, next week and, uh, I'll have to let you guys know how it goes, but that's where, that's where I am right now. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of great that I had that experience before, but a little overwhelming because now this is the actual board exam. It's not just, you know, something my school provides and we have to meet that criteria, but, uh, it's, it's a little more than that. Like the nation, it's like the national requirement, you know, maybe NPTE, you know, but it'll be good. I'm excited. And you, I don't know how common this is. For those of you listening, I'd love to hear do you guys have a practice score builders exam that your school requires you to take and pass before you take the NPTE? Or do you just have it like, some what some some schools do is they will purchase like some kind of prep course for you um or tell you here's so much money to put towards some prep course and you decide which one you want to use um it's very different but i will say my program does not require us to take a practice exam and pass with a certain score before we can take the npte every school is different so i have not been studying at all <laughs> until like 
a few weeks ago. So because the other thing is some of you, depending on your program, are not able to take boards until after graduation, which is what I had thought I was going to do until a last minute change with COVID. And they were like, actually, you guys can take it in April. Just like meet with your advisor. And I did that because I thought that will be way better then waiting till July for my like personal situation, everyone's different. But for me, I was like, I'm going to try to take it in April, even though I'm in full-time clinicals right now. And so is Gabby and a lot of people who are studying. Um, so we're going to go for it. And so Gabby, what are some big study strategies that you've been using? Um, and we'll start there. Okay. So I'm going to mention a few, but there's going to be like three or four that I definitely want to hit on. So number one, take a practice exam. If you haven't studied, if you've been out of didactic for a while, take a, a practice exam, whatever that may be, um, and see just baseline where you're at. Um, I would highly recommend that before starting. And then from there, have a um, weakness list that was actually recommended by my professor. So she had a notebook. And she would write down um, her weaknesses. So whenever she uh, found a topic, so for example, if it was um, spinal cord injury, so you have your anterior cord, posterior cord, brown saccard. So if that's something that you struggle with and you get confused, then that would go on your weakness list and you would um, study that. You know, it doesn't have to be every day, but until you know it, and then you would add something else to it and take that one off. So definitely make a weakness list. Um, and it helps because then it hones down what you really need to focus on, whether it be a section or whether it be a certain topic. And that's what I've been using. And I look at my weakness list and I'm like, oh, this is like really long, but you can knock it out and really just think like, okay, if I learn this, then I feel like it's, you're going to remember it more. And speaking of remembering, um, I have actually been using, uh, stories to, um, I started this the other, uh, I think it was last week, um, making up stories for certain conditions or, um, really evoking emotion. So I remember it. And that's actually been really fun. Um, I did that for some of the special tests that may come up, uh, on the exam, which it's not a lot, but, um, yeah, so that's a few things I've been utilizing recently. And then, um, one more thing. So, I actually uh, was talking to someone and they did recommend this. Figure out when you study best and then take and um, schedule your exam around that. So for example, if you're a morning studier, then you want to try and get the AM slot for your NPTE. And if you can, I know all of us can't do it because we're in clinicals, but um, if you can wake up earlier and study before clinic, then do that. Because one thing that I'm going to try and change since I scheduled my exam in the morning is try and get up and schedule or get up and, um, you know, study whether it be 6 a.m. or 6.30, but I'm now doing it after clinic and I've realized I'm really tired and I'm only really devoting an hour each night. Um, that was my cutoff for, <laughs> I have to do an hour each night. So I'm going to change it up. I'll let you guys know how it goes for um, morning studying since I will be taking the NPT. I believe it's at 8 a.m. 
And that's a good point too. So for those of you who have clinicals where you absolutely can't get up and, you know, study at the same time your exam is scheduled, that's fine. Like pick a day on the weekend to make sure it is that time because you want to get in this routine, right? You want to find a space that's quiet to study in. I know a lot of you might be thinking, well, this is just remedial stuff. Like this is so basic, but it's so important. And so what I've been doing too, I've been coming into this exact chair in the morning, 9am. Hopefully I can schedule. I haven't scheduled nine yet, but I'm going to try to schedule it at 9am. Um, and I'm putting earplugs in so that I don't hear anything. Cause I am very sound sensitive and I get super distracted. Like if someone's clicking their pen or like tapping their foot or getting up and down and trying to go through movements, cause you never know. Sometimes it helps like to go through the motions when you are taking the board exam, but just getting into this routine will help so much. And what I also do, I know you can't have like drinks in there. You can't have water and coffee and stuff, but I've been making sure like even my breakfast is the same. I know this sounds crazy guys, but my breakfast is the same. I have a cup of water. I have some coffee. I put my glasses on cause I don't wear glasses, but I have like reading glasses for exams and stuff. Um, cause I get headaches. And so just getting through that. And I have a little, I use the peppermint oil. I've been using that to like help just keep myself awake and also just start to have that association between the smell of peppermint. Cause I don't want to be chewing gum in there. I don't know if you even can, um, just to have the smell of peppermint so that I can have that associate association between studying and also practice exams and the real thing when it comes down to it. So that's what that- so far. And that's a huge thing. And I'm glad you meant that, mentioned that because associating a smell um, or something that's really going to tell your brain, okay, we're in study mode, we're in focus mode. And then even the endurance of it, um, because going through the exam, when you schedule it, it's going to take, you have a five hour slot. So really practice even on the weekends of um, doing increments of studying for, you know, if you can't, if say you do an hour each day during the weekdays, Monday through Friday, and then the weekends you increase it. So try and do like two to two and a half hours and then just keep bumping it up because, um, when you take those practice exams and then the real thing, it's going to be a little longer because it's going to be 250 questions, um, rather than 200, which most practice exams I believe are. Mm -hmm. And there was one more, um, there was one more thing, Sarah, you mentioned, and it, it brought something to my attention, but, um, it just slipped my mind. So <laughs> it'll come back um, to you. Yeah, it'll come back. And then also let's just talk about study schedules for a minute. I'm going to share my screen so you guys can see this is like prepping for a race. I like to compare it to that because that's just what I'm used to. For those of you who like endurance events or like you train for a 5k or a triathlon or something, this will make sense to you. Okay. So imagine you're setting up excuse me, a training schedule for yourself for a race. This is the same thing. You're going to do this for your exam day. So I'm going to share my screen and show you guys some different options. So first of all, I'll show you what, where I got my little study plan. So there's some great blogs out there. Shout out to Katie. We had her on the podcast way back when, uh, my road to PT, and she has some great tips in here and how you can prep for it. She even has 
her NPTE studying timeline in here because she did it while she was on clinicals and like took a few trips in there. So just trying to fit it into your life instead of fitting your life around studying, because otherwise you're not going to stick to it, right? You have to make it interesting. Um, so there's six week plans, eight week plans, uh, I think 10 and 12 sorry, six, eight, and 12 weeks. Um, and it also depends if you're studying during your clinical or not. Um, there's a lot of stuff that can go into it. So based on that one, I created a little one for myself because I cannot study every day. I have 11 hour shifts, four days a week. Well, 10 hours, then an hour lunch, whatever you want to call it. So I have Wednesdays and Sundays that I'm studying and I set aside five hours to do it. And then I put in my practice exam. So I'm making sure, okay, you've got four practice exams and this is just on Google, not Google, not Google sheets. This is on Excel, but you could do it in Google sheets. I just like using this better. <laughs> so the first thing, take a practice exam. Like we talked about, I did horrible on my practice exam. I got like a 56% on everything except for cardio palm. I got like a 70%, but that's because I was doing I wanted to go into cardio cardiac rehab um, before PT school. And I had just passed that exam. So I did well on that. Nothing else really. <laughs> so you want to set aside time to review your exam and then split it by categories. So I have MSK neuro and cardio palm are the big three. And then I've put some practice exams in there on Wednesdays, because that's the day of your exam. If you guys are taking it in April. Now I have to check through. Um, and then I even put different, I put in a PEAT. So that's the more official NPTE practice exam. And you can take two. So I put one four weeks before the real thing. And then I put one um, two weeks. And I actually put a taper in there. I put a taper, kind of like you're prepping for a race, right? You taper at the end. So your brain isn't fried. Otherwise you're not going to do very well. So it's a lot of review in my last month. Um, before the boards and then really focusing hardcore right now for me on MSK and neuro <laughs> and a little less cardio palm. Yeah, I love that. And thanks for sharing your study plan. I'll have to show you all mine next week because I do need to update it. Um, it is not up to date right now. Uh, but yeah, just like Sarah said, think of it as a race and you know, the closer that you get um, the more anxiety that you may have, and it's, you know, it is very common The the NPTE is, is a big thing. Um, but you know, just remember that you are going to pass, set yourself up, you know, for your future self and think, okay, I am going to pass this, this exam. I'm going to do everything I can that's in my control to make sure that happens. And, Honestly, if you need an accountability partner or study partner, just reach out to someone. Um, now that Sarah and I are both taking it together um, in April, then we are, we are each other's um, accountability uh, partners. And it's really nice just to have someone else and say like, oh, did you study this today? Um, so we'll have to, this is my note, Sarah, we'll have to exchange <laughs> study calendars to do that. Um, and if anyone but, else is too, let us know. Yeah. So just let us know um, because it is something really important. But like Sarah said, prep like it's a race, you know, have the same breakfast or lunch or whatever it is um, and 
And that, yeah, what is um, the free resources that you're on? Yeah, I will show you. And I want to say one more thing before I forget it. When you prep for a race, guys, for those of you who are listening and don't relate to this analogy, I just want to give you a short story. For my first race, I switched up the breakfast I had the day of the race and I changed my shoes. Worst decision ever. Why the heck would I do that? I've been training in different shoes the whole time. I've been training with different fuel the whole time. It did not go well. I had to like run to the first porta potty within mile like five or six of this half marathon, and it didn't go well. I'll just leave it at that and let your imagination run wild. So, why would you suddenly change your habits the day of the NPTE? Let's just start there. And this is <clears throat> for those of you who are like, what is that? What the heck are these free resources? So I'm just looking at the FSBPT um, website, and this is the Federation of State Boards of Physical Therapy. This is where all the info for NPTE stuff is. This is who is working on like the questions for the exam and everything. So if you guys don't know, you have an NPTE candidate handbook that you can just download and you can look at it by section. There's sample questions in here. If you have questions about test day, after test day, um, talking about even prepping for it, eligibility requirements, general information. This is a really big, like little handbook here, big little, (laughs) it's not little, it's a big handbook in here. And you can read all of this on the fsbpt.org slash free resources. And there's other stuff as well that you can look into, but you've got to look into it and just know what you're walking into before, you know, you get down to the day of, and you're like, well, I don't even know what's supposed to happen. And then you're thrown off when you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of your exam and the timer continues moving. And you're like, well, this isn't going to go well. (laughs) You have a scheduled break halfway through you, any other breaks you take are unscheduled. So let's just put that out there. Um, I wanted to share that with you guys. Oh, I remember in my other thing, um, speaking of scheduled breaks and, uh, you know, that 15 minute break, I believe after section, uh, two. Mm -hmm. So guys, most likely in April, COVID is not going away. We're still going to have restrictions. So practice taking your practice exam with a mask and, you know, we're going to have to wear masks, um, you know, for, probably even the July, if you're taking in July too. So be prepared for that, especially for your longer days. Um, you know, have, have a breathable mask, something that you can use. That's not, you know, too, too much, um, for when you're taking the exam, but, um, that's the other thing I would recommend. And something I need to start doing as well when I take my practice exams is just wear, wear a mask just to get used to it. That's a good point. I did not think about that. <laughs> I'm going to have to have my, my mask next to me for like the practice exams and also take multiple practice exams from different places. You guys, there isn't just one practice exam you can take, which makes it kind of confusing. You could do score builders. You can be, do therapy ed. You can do something from like a specific course. They'll have practice exams in there. So take a variety and the PEAT is like the one you must take at some point. you got to do that before your real one. So, um, that's all for today. Anything else, Gabby, anything else you'd like to add? That is all. So hope you all have a, a great, uh, week. Let us know if you have any questions. And if you, if you have been listening to us for a while, we are getting closer to hundred K downloads and we would love if you have enjoyed, um, any of the episodes to leave us a review and, and, or com or review rating, 
We would absolutely love it. Share this on social media. If you are taking the board soon, we would love to know. And we'll see you all here next week. Bye guys. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it. And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stressed and broke SPT. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous.